welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 125. Great things take time. I still remember when I was about 16 years old, I started to realize, as I was getting, you know, up there in age, quote-unquote, up there, right, that I was starting to become an adult, or getting close to it, 16, 17, 18, and I had something of an epiphany. Maybe epiphany isn't the right word, but it started to happen at that time pretty rapidly. That I started to realize that I don't really know how to be a man. I don't really know. Didn't have a father. Didn't really have any male role models in my life. My older brother wasn't around at the time anymore. He'd moved back to Germany, and even then he'd always struggled a little bit with a rebellious streak. And I got really interested in this stuff, right? And of course, the first thing that got me interested in is, is girls, right? That's what I was interested in. Like, I want to be a man so that girls will like me. It's not a great you know, reason to want to be a man, but it's a good start, we'll say. But I started to realized that I didn't quite know what I was doing, right? I didn't really know how to be a man. I didn't know what it means to be a man. I didn't thought, you know, maybe it means just being physically strong and having lots of money, which those things can help, but that's not really the core of masculinity, right? Fast forward 13 years, I'm 29 now, and I like to think, and hopefully I'm not, you know, being arrogant or deluding myself, I like to think that I'm starting to understand a little better what it means to be a man. 13 years is a long time. And of course, this is the kind of thing that you learn over the course of your entire life. Being a man, it never stops. But that's almost half of my life up until this point. And I didn't really feel like I was starting to come into my own as a man until maybe a year and a half ago, when I realized that things would happen in life and it wouldn't bother me so much. Or something would scare me or give me anxiety or something along those lines. And I would learn to trust in God a bit more. So it took some time. It took more than a decade. And that's the idea that I want to talk about today. This idea that a lot of us, especially when we're younger, we have these ideas that there's something that I want. Oh, I want to, I don't know, bench three plates. I want to get married. I want to make $500,000 a year, whatever it is. And we think we can achieve it tomorrow or next week, or next month, or next year, whatever the number might be. But the reality is that great things take time. Right, let's go through some examples. Give the masculinity example, let's talk about weight training. Right, this is something else I started approximately around that time. Right, It was senior year of high school, I was 18 years old. I was 125 pounds, soaking wet. And I got my hands on a copy of P90X. Right, Some of you may have heard of this program. I think I may have mentioned it on the field log once or twice. I'm basically doing a bunch of push-ups, pull-ups, dumbbells, and plyometrics, and lo and behold, a year later, I've gained 10 pounds. I'm 135 now, and boy, did I think I was big. Of course, now I'm 171, and 135 seems light, and maybe your weight training journey's been the same, right? In the beginning, you were so impressed with how quickly you were growing, and maybe you were. But as the years went on, you started to realize just how long it would take, how much effort would be required to build the physique and the strength that you feel pulled towards. 
but I've been weight training for 11 years now. It took time to get to a good level of strength. It took time to become physically built. But so you can see the danger that might be here. If you didn't understand that and you wanted to rush into it and you wanted to take, let's say, performance-enhancing drugs or something, right? And we'll talk about this a little later, right? The dangers of not understanding this. But let's talk about some more examples. Let's say you want to build wealth for your family. You believe that you have a good, honest heart, that you're not a greedy person. You want to build stewardship so you can provide for your family, you can provide for your kids, you can provide for your community even. So you feel called to those things and then you say, oh, I want, by the end of the year, I want to be a millionaire. It might happen for you. Maybe you have a great business idea. Maybe you build up your career potential to such a degree that you get there quite quickly. Might be the case. But for most of us, me included, right, it takes time. Right? I've been in the career world full-time after graduating from university for seven years. And I still have a long ways to go. Or something else. Let's say you want to be the kind of man who is fit to be married. How much time that is going to take to build the character required to be a father and a husband to build the character required to be patient to lead people spiritually where where do we have to be in our spiritual life to even have an ounce of ability to guide other people not days not weeks not months certainly years and again probably a lifetime So it seems to me quite self-evident, and I don't usually like to use that phrase, but it really does seem pretty obvious that whatever it is that you're trying to build as a man living the warrior king life, right? you want to build your relationship with God, you want to build your stewardship, you want to build your body, you want to excel in your craft, right? you want to be a musician, 10,000 hours, we've all heard it before, it's based on research, it's real. You want to be a master at something, 10,000 hours of deliberate practice, not diddling on your guitar, but real focused practice. If you worked an hour a day, that would be what, like four years? Three and a half? It's a lot. Actually, no, that would be a thousand. No, it takes way longer than that. Yeah, my math is completely off. An hour a day is 365 a year times 10, 3,000. Yeah, so if you did an hour a day, it would take like 30 years to be a true master. So it's probably more than that. There's no shortcuts to that. Whatever it is you're trying to build, if it's worthwhile, many, 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 many times, almost always, I would say, maybe even always, great things take time. And if you're going to rush yourself or try to find shortcuts, you will do something that you're not going to be proud of later, I promise you. Right? what kind of things are we talking about here? Performance-enhancing drugs. And I've said before, I've made no secret about this, that I'm not morally opposed to performance-enhancing drugs, depending on the circumstance. Do I think it's good to use them for vanity? No. Do I think it's good to use them to cheat? Absolutely not. If you're in some sort of sport that's drug-tested and you're avoiding drug testing, I don't think it's right. Of course, that's a call you have to make yourself, but that's my view on it. But if you're in a sport that's not drug-tested, and you want an extra edge. Let's say you're a model or something, which, okay, bad example. Let's, let's take something else. Let's say you're a strong man. It's not drug tested. Everyone else is using it. And this is what you believe you're calling to be, to push the limits of human potential. Let's say, hypothetically. I think as long as you're honest about it, it's fine. 
But then, yeah, the issue isn't the drug use. It would be dishonesty, if anything. But what else might you do? Let's say you want to build wealth and you want to build it very quickly. Are you going to have a tendency to steal or to cheat somebody in some way? You're going to scam people, right? There's lots of people trying to make a living like this. I'm sure we've all gotten scam calls before. They're never fun. They're super annoying. Do you want to be that, a pest to society? I would imagine not. Let's say you want to get married, but you don't have what it takes. You haven't built the patience, the masculinity, the perseverance, the ability to lead, the maturity. You're going to learn pickup artist tricks. You're going to learn how to dazzle and impress. Rather than building a deep character that a man would have, right? You want to be the kind of man where as time goes on and your girlfriend or fiancé or wife gets to know you better, she and Dahlia's saying hello, as she gets to know you better, she's continually amazed by the depth of you, how everything you've always talked about is true. You are the man that you're pretending to be. Or, well, you're putting forward to be, I should say. There's a real danger to not understanding that great things take time. Right? If we allow ourselves to be impatient, which of course is a vice, patience is a virtue, it's a real virtue, I think it's even one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, if I'm not mistaken, patience. So what kind of mature man is impatient? What kind of mature man wants to build something he thinks is great and says, oh God, give it to me tomorrow? Right? I know what this is like as uh, I guess, quote-unquote, content creator. I don't t- generally tend to like that phrase, but it is what it is. The field log is, it's very niche right now. Let's, let's use that phrase. It's very niche. There are some people listening to it, right? Consistently even. But do we have some sort of massive audience? No. And let's say this was something that people wanted, right? And you can apply this example to yourself. Maybe you have something you're building and it is something people want. It's probably going to take a while. And are we okay with that, right? This is an idea that we've talked about on the field log a lot. That we have to learn to love the process because the process is your life. If you don't love the process, you're doing things for the wrong reasons. You're doing things because you think it'll make you happy to achieve some sort of, I don't know, fame or wealth or notoriety or whatever. And by most accounts, that is not the case. Right? And this is, this is the reason the field log exists. This is the reason the Warrior King ethos exists. It's because we understand that we're called to something deeper. And if we're called to be the best man we can be, do you want to be the best man you can be at 20? Or 30 or 40 even? 50, 60, whatever. You want to peak? I don't want to peak. And I'm assuming you don't either. So if the greatest thing that you'll ever do is to live out your calling as God has presented it to you, Of course it's going to take time. It's going to take your entire life. Maybe even beyond that. So great things take time and we have to be okay with that. In fact, we should love it. We should love every week or every month or every year when we work on things and we're moving forward, we're progressing to say, well, you know, we've come a long way and that's great, but look how much further we can go. Right? Let's say you really start to make some breakthroughs in your spiritual life, for example. Let's use that as an example. And there's some sort of habitual sin you've been struggling with, right? As I think all of us tend to generally, or at least most of us, I know I do. It's pride. And usually when somebody says something to you that you don't like and, you know, insults you in some way, you get very angry. 
but you continue to confess it. You continue to work on yourself. You're reading the literature. You're reading the scriptures. You're praying. And after a few years, you start to realize you don't get angry immediately when someone says something about you. It doesn't poke at your ego the way it used to. You might say, wow, I've grown in the spiritual life significantly even. I've overcome this. And that might fire you up to say, I'm going to tackle the next problem. But isn't that attitude, one, far more enjoyable? And two, far more conducive to your actual goals, right? This is the reality. Is that a lot of the things that we talk about on the field log are about priming you to perform, right? We say this all the time. It's the last line of every field log, right? The pre-recorded little outro that goes on every episode. Conquer the day. Everything we're talking about here is about you conquering the day. And of course, the way we define that is submitting the day to the purpose that it serves you so that you can serve the purpose for God that he's given you. Right? And that was a little convoluted, but you get my drift, right? Everything we do, everything we talk about, is about becoming the man you're supposed to be as fast as possible and with as little pain as possible. Faster still means your entire life, right? You can progress further in life. You can be of more use to people around you. You can be a better father. You can be a better husband. You can be a better brother or son or whatever it is. All the various roles that you have, you can serve people better if you're patient and understand that great things take time. And it's it's very reassuring, right? One of the things I've been working on a lot recently is I'm, I'm building up my online presence. Oh boy. From scratch, right? I deleted my old Instagram. I I have a new one. I have a TikTok now and a threads. And you can see all those links in the show notes if you're interested. I'm trying to balance out working things, you know, make some of it a bit more artistic, which I think all men should do, right? And we have field logs in that. Um, Seek beauty is one. And it takes time to get good at what you do. It takes time to build an audience of people who want the thing that you have, if there's anyone at all. But whenever I see my numbers ticking up very slightly, I get happy about that because I know I'm making one extra step. I'm one step closer to being where I'm supposed to be or where I'd like to be, where I think I'm supposed to be. And this is the attitude that you have to adopt with everything in your life. Right? And I'm sure that there are things that you're impatient about. A lot of us are impatient. I know a lot of young guys who really, 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 I mean really, want to be married. I used to feel that way too in my early and mid-twenties, and it never seemed to quite work out. But then, when I finally had let go and said, God will do what he thinks is best, and I'm just going to focus on being the man I'm supposed to be. Sure enough, I met the person, person who was going to be my wife. I met my future wife. A few months after. Impatience can sometimes prevent us from getting where we want to go, right? There's a saying in German about this. I limit Weile, which roughly translates to impatience or, you know, hurrying with a long duration, right? It's kind of like, a, actually, no, there's an English version too. I should have just used this one. Haste makes waste, right? It's kind of the same idea. Haste makes waste. But in the German, it's sort of like haste causes things to take longer. A lot of times that's true for us, right? If we don't accept the reality that great things take time, we might hurry. We might push things. We might want to make things happen ourselves. And now we, of course, we should do everything we're supposed to do to make things happen, but not with the idea of trying to rush God's plan. 
God set things up deliberately so that something like becoming a man would take a while. I mean, it seems obvious to me that if childhood takes so long and the brain doesn't finish developing until 25, which is about the quarter of a life, maybe even more for some people, through, it must be important for it to take that long. So at this point, I suppose, the question is, is there anything actionable here, right? What do we do with this information? Okay, let's say we admit, we accept that great things take time. What do I do with that? Well, learn to enjoy the process. Learn to think long-term. There's a saying that I really love, and I don't remember where I heard it or saw it or read it or whatever, that people always overestimate what they can get done in a year, but underestimate what they get done in a decade. So for me, I decided when I started the field log up again this year, and when I started posting poetry online and making videos and making art and philosophy type content and really wanting to put good ideas out into the world, put my contemplations out into the world, trying to help people in, you know, sharing the lessons that I've learned myself, that I was going to give myself a 10-year horizon. There's a place I want to be in 10 years. We all have that, right? We all have a place we want to be in 10 years, and that's why I always talk about the 10-year vision. So the first thing we have to do with this information is, I think, enjoy it, right? Take a breath. Understand that it's going to take a while, and that's okay. That there might come a day when you achieve everything that, let's say, God's put in your heart. Let's say you're on the right track, and you, you really become a husband and a father and, let's say, a business owner and you're a successful creative maybe and your your body is in peak condition, you're really strong and you have the authority that, that you want so that you can serve people and you're doing all of these things. You might look back on these days and say, remember when only three people would watch my YouTube videos? Or remember when only one person would like my painting on Instagram? Or remember when every time I talked to a girl, she said, oh, I don't think this is right for me. But then I met my wife and she's perfect. Remember when I used to struggle going to church every week and now I'm there three times a week, right? This is referencing back to last week's field log. Go to church, which if you haven't heard that one, go listen to it after this. There will come a day when we're going to look back on these days fondly, right? I think that, you know, God willing, I have the stamina to keep this going and we continue to grow the men, the group of men in this world who are committed to the ethos. And we're continuing to try to be the best man we can be. All of us at the same time, helping each other. Who knows? Or let's say whatever group of friends that you have. You know, I'm at the point now where there's guys in my church. I still remember I met one of my brothers who was dating a girl at the time. I think they may have been engaged already. But I remember him getting married and being at his wedding reception. And then I remember when she got pregnant. And I remember, you know, when his daughter was born. And then, of course, he's met me. He met me when I wasn't with my fiance, and now we're about to get married. And it's really something where we look back and we say, you know, things are happening. Time is moving; like life is happening. And we look back on those days fondly, you know, those days when we were younger and less experienced, and always trying to do as God wills, always trying to work God's plan. So we have to cultivate patience. And we're not talking about on a small scale here, right? I'm not talking about standing in line for 15 minutes. I'm really talking about the grand scheme of things, right? You want to get to a point where you really enjoy 
everything that is that it is that you do every day and you do it knowing that you're moving towards something worthwhile even if you fail it's possible that the thing that you think god put in your heart he didn't it's possible that what i'm doing here is a complete waste of my time i accept that i understand that maybe if after 10 years it doesn't work out i'll, I'll try something else i'll do something else with my time but of course the entire time we should always be working on different things you know even if me trying to armchair philosophize doesn't really interest anybody and they think that these ideas are stupid and it's not valuable, which I don't think is the case, right? I've talked to lots of guys over the phone in person who have really benefited from this and I'm deeply humbled by that. But let's say it's a small niche group of people and no one else really likes it. Then we can move on. But we can know that we're always earnestly working towards something big, right? There's another saying, great things take time. Rome wasn't built in a day. Right? We've all heard that. Rome wasn't built in the day. So see it that way. Know that you are building your Rome. That if you feel like you're not in the place where you want to be right now, you're exactly where you have to be to get to where you're going. A journey of 10,000 steps begins with a single step. Right? All of these ideas. We want to pace ourselves. We want to enjoy the moment. And at the end of the day, when we haven't built the thing just yet, remind ourselves as we're falling asleep that great things take time. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day. <laughs>